I want to talk to you today about changing your perspective. I think so many times, well, I know so many times, we are so caught up in living in this world that we have allowed the world to dictate how we see life. And Krista just touched a little bit on. Uh, I'm going to let her go ahead and speak, but she wouldn't do it. But, <laughs> but we, we're so bad at looking from the earth to heaven when we should be looking from heaven to earth. And that's because of what we live in and what goes on. But the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.20 that we are Christ ambassadors. It says God, in this is a new living translation, God is making his appeal through us. If we're looking at things, we've got two realities. We've got the fallen reality, and then we've got Christ's reality, of what heaven's reality, really. And we're not of this earth, folks. If you've given your heart to Christ, you're not of this earth. You are from that point on from heaven. And we, so often, we have just allowed sickness and disease and heartache and poverty and the list of all of the curses have come upon us. And we've lived through that instead of living above that. Instead of living in the reality of the sunsets and the sunrises. Recognizing that everything we should be thinking on, our perspective needs to be on the answer. Our perspective needs to know, and I'm going to get into this a little bit more next week, the reality of what Jesus came for. Yes, he came, he came to die for our sins so that we'd be forgiven forever. But he also came to show us, and he showed us, exactly what was in him. You know, he was a man. He came to earth as a man. Yes, he was born of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, but so are you and I. He lived in a perspective from heaven to change earth. So many times we live in this place, come, come down, Lord, help us, Lord, fix us, Lord. He has already done that. We've just got to start changing a little bit at a time how we think about life. We have totally got it all turned around for the most part. Religion has brought us to a place where we just, we're just begging God to do something. And God's saying, I give you the Holy Spirit. I give you everything you'll need. Just start changing your perspective, recognizing what's going on. We recognize what happened in Genesis 1.27. It, it said that Adam, listen to this. Adam, it says Adam had complete dominance over all the earth. He even named everything through the realm of his soulish realm. He named every animal. He named every creature. He named everything. But he had full authority. All he was doing in, all he was doing in the Garden of Eden was enjoying and receiving and protecting what was given to him. That's all we're supposed to be doing. See, we don't have to work for our salvation. We don't have to work for anything. All we have to do is receive what God's done and know that God did it. But that's changed. It changed in Genesis 3.17. Because he he ate from the apple, because he sinned, everything from that point on was cursed. 
And instead of being in a place where he could just receive and let God take care of everything in his life and him only know the good, he wanted good and evil. So he ended up with everything being cursed and he ended up having to work the garden. It's his fault we have to till the garden. It's his fault we have to work for a living. It's his fault that we live in a world that's cursed and there's sickness and there's disease and everything's falling apart and everything's rotting away. You weren't meant to die. Once you got born again, you won't die. Oh, your body's going to go, but that's not the important part. The spirit's the important part. But we've got to recognize that he made the mistake, but everything since then, everything since then, Everything since then has brought us to the place that all we see is the curse of the earth. All we see is sickness and disease. All we see, if we didn't have the knowledge that God has given us through doctors and those, we would all be gone. But yet, not that I'm against the doctors. Dr. Craig has saved my life more than once, saved my wife's life a whole bunch of times. But fact is, we're above all of this. He died, and I believe you cannot change my mind. I know I'm going to heaven because I know what the Word says. I need to be the exact same way with healing. I need to be the exact same way in everything that's going on in life. Anything that comes against me that we know is part of the curse, we're above that. That's what the Bible says. The Bible said when you said yes to Jesus and you repented of your sins... He forgave you, and he then took you to heaven with him. So we are in heaven walking through this earth, and we need to see everything that's going on. I, I seen a, a, United, a UPS man come into my house as I've been studying on this, and as he left the front porch, he was limping. And the Holy Spirit quickened to me, stop him. And I didn't do it. You know what was going on? I was seeing the reality of what could have been done, and I didn't do it. Because my perspective, like all of you, is not, got, it's not to the place where it needs to be. And I'm not condemning anybody because I'm in the same place. But there was an example of, it was like the Holy Spirit was saying, that's of the curse, and you can fix it. Now, I can't fix it. But I knew that what was in me could fix it. Because I, I could lay hands on a, a turtle and I couldn't change it. It doesn't matter. I'll never forget when we went to Montserrat on a mission trip. Connie and I was there. And I was praying for a lady. And her name was, her name was Baronicus. And I thought, if I can keep the story right, I thought she said she had bronchitis. <laughs> to show that it's not us. So I put my hands on her, just right here, I, I remember that, and I prayed for her that her bronchitis would go away. Well, she spoke in this Elizabethan English, and we didn't understand each other, and she got healed. She had never heard out of her right or left ear ever in her life, and all of a sudden it popped, and she could hear clearly. I was praying for bronchitis. But fact is, I was believing for God to touch her, and that's, that's the perspective I'm trying to get across. And we're going to work on this because we've got to start changing what we're allowing the enemy to pull us down constantly. Amen. Folks, we used to pray for people all the time around here. Now it's like, oh, I can't go up the altar. If God's moving, why wouldn't you want to come to the altar? 
But he did, you don't have to come to the altar. You can be standing right out there. My father was sitting right back there and got touched by the Holy Spirit. And he had, uh, uh, what was, staph infection in his knee. And he felt the Spirit of God go over him. And he felt a hot a warmth go over his knee. And he was healed sitting right there. We well, all knew my dad. He wasn't coming to the altar. And God knew that. So God just touched him where he was at. But we have got to start seeing through different eyes on things we run into in our own life. If you have a headache, it's so easy just to go grab the aspirins. Now that Doc's got me on blood thinner, I can't even take aspirins. Which really, how much time does it take? Say, no, wait a minute. I don't need this headache. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm just going to stand. We've we got to start with the little things before you're going to raise the dead. We've got to come to the place we've got we've to start seeing what God's doing. We've got to recognize that he did it for us. He delivered us. He took care of us. See, it's a reality that we're healed. It's a reality that we're well. It's a reality that emotionally everything's okay. It's a reality. Cancer is a curse. I allowed them to take it out of me when, in fact, I could have took care of it. You say, well, Pastor, don't put a trip on me. I'm not. I'm just telling you where I need to. Let's just all put this back on me today. I'm talking about me today, not you. But the fact is, I know that I know that I know he's healed me. But I don't know that I know that I know enough or I wouldn't have to do anything. I would just be healed. I knew I would get quietness, a little quietness after that one. Ephesians 1.7 says, we have redemption through his blood. Now, the word redemption, when you look it up in the Greek, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but it means permanent removal of captivity. Permanent removal of captivity. Permanent. That means it's not coming back. That means if I come to the place of believing what I really am believing in, everything in the curse is taken care of. I can stand, but I've got to change my perspective. I've got to come to the place of recognizing what's going on. I've got it pulled up. John, be patient with me on my reading here. John 17, verse 13 through 19. Jesus is talking here, and I know that because it's in red. But Jesus is talking here, and he's sharing, he's praying to God. So he's praying to God for you and I. Listen to what he says. Verse 13 says, But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Talking about he's in heaven. Then it says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil, of, evil one. We're ambassadors. We're walking through the world. He is protecting us according to this. He asked God to protect us, then God's going to protect us if we see it properly. Then it goes on, it says, then they are not of the world as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. And as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Now, the word truth in there, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. The word truth in there in the Greek 
is another word I'm not going to pronounce, A-L-I-T-H-E-I-A, is the word reality. So think about what it's saying. Let, let's just use that word there. It says, and you sent me to the world and also sent them to the world. Let's back up. Sanctify them by your reality and your word is reality. What's reality? It's what you're living in, really. Now I'm going to show you a scripture later where Jesus says, I went to heaven, I come back, and then he said, but I'm in heaven. Why do you say that? Because our reality, when you change what you're really seeing, our reality is that we are in heaven right now. Our reality is that we have the Spirit of God living in us. Our reality is that the Holy Spirit that lives in us that quickened Krista to look at the sunset. I, I so relate to what you're saying because how often we live in this world and the cares of the world and just the world, that's what we're seeing. When all of a sudden, boom, from the Holy Spirit, wow. I can remember when I got saved, how things changed in everything that I've seen. And, and, and when you're first born again, it's like everything's different. But then, it's no different than here. I had a lady that, that talked to me on the phone that said she watched last, uh, last week's service with Kyle here last week. Last week's service. And she was saying, you guys don't recognize the anointing that is, it is on the praise and worship team. You don't recognize the anointing. You, you've got so used to it. And it was like, we have. It's because our perspective has got dulled. And we've got to recognize in our life that everything that goes on, we can see it through the truth. We can come to that place in our life where everything's going to be okay. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, same word here, I am the way, the reality, and the life. He's the reality. Pastor, what are you bringing across? As I walk through the scriptures, in the gospels, all he's doing is showing us what we could be doing. Now, he didn't even start full out like we are, believing for a headache to go away. He, he turned the water into wine. And then later on in his ministry, he walked on it. He raised someone from the dead. Later, he waited three days before he raised them from the dead. You say, well, well, he could do whatever he wanted. I know that, but he was a man that was full of God, just like you are. Now, you're not God. We've got to recognize we have got to change when your family's sick. It was Bradley that had the severe blood disorder and the mess when he was a young child and was dying on us. And we had the perspective then. Dr. Craig recognized it, and Dr. Craig sent him to Cardinal Glennon, and Cardinal Glennon said, there's nothing we can do, he's going to die. There was only 56 cases at that time. Sholine, Perperpa, whatever. He was bleeding out of his ears, he was bleeding out of his nose, he was bleeding everywhere. We had the perspective back then that God healed. And we laid hands on him and we spoke life over him. We didn't tell a lot of people what was going on, spoke life over him. And guess what? 
He's 205 or 10 pounds full of muscle. I, I can remember going in and laying hands on the, the kids when they were running a fever, and I could feel the fever leave. I can remember casting out a demon, and it went into our dog. You say, well, this is weird. Read the Bible. Jesus did it all the time because he was trying to show us reality that you don't have to walk through this. Yes, we're in a cursed world and some things are going to catch you, but the world emphasizes COVID-19. The world emphasizes the flu. used to emphasize the flu. Now you never hear the word flu. Oh, it's flu season. We're all going to get it. Who said? We've got to start speaking. We start, we've got to come to a place of recognizing we don't have to live the way the world's living. We don't have to live in poverty. We don't have to live in sickness. We don't have to live. The reality of life, folks, is he's here to take care of us. A good, just, just an example of Jesus showing off. Don't take that wrong, please. In the Garden of Gethsemane. And the soldiers come to, come to get him. And they said, they said to him, are you Jesus of Nazareth? And he said, I am. And they all fell back. That's in you and I. Let's go back to the Old Testament, the ones that walked in it occasionally. What about David? He went to Saul and said, I can take care of that guy. And Saul said, well, here, put on this armor. He couldn't even walk around in it. He said, no, 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 what I got in me, I will take care of this. The God that lives in me will take care of him. This guy was nine foot something. One little rock's all it took. He didn't miss two or three times. He, right, the only place he didn't have protection was right there, and that's where the rock hit. Well, how'd that happen? He was walking in a different perspective. He knew that God could take care of this. It's not us. Come on, don't please don't misunderstand me. It is not us at all. We can do nothing. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And when he wants you to do, that's just like what Krista had to say was anointed of the Holy Spirit. God knew already what I was going to be speaking on. She didn't have a clue. But yet, he imparted something that got you started being prepared for what I'm saying now. It's all part of what God does. But if your perspective's off, all you're seeing is the troubles. All you're seeing is 87,000 IRS people running around with guns. <laughs> Don't go there. Things are so, you all recognize things are so messed up that only God's going to get us through this. But he will. Because he tells us he will. And if we start seeing, it's like when you see him come to town in their little cars. 87,000 is a lot of people per state. So you're going to see them. Could they be setting up to gonna take your weapons? It don't matter. It, it, none of it matters when you're seeing it from the heaven perspective. Because see, God has already seen the 87,000 is going to get hard. God has already seen the messes here, but he's already got the answer to the mess. He put it in you for us to start seeing and us start standing our ground. 
Us to start being those soldiers in righteousness. Us to start being that person that knows that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 6. We wrestle against principalities and powers and rulers in dark places. That's our place to start standing against the demonic forces that are taking over. They're going to lose. The Bible says, I believe everything in here. Otherwise, I don't believe anything in here. And if it says I'm going to win, I'm going to win. But I've got to start seeing that. I'm going to have sickness that's going to catch me occasionally, but I'm going to stand against it. I'll never forget when I was still in that realm of really starting to see a perspective, I hurt my neck. Doc probably don't remember. He sees so many people. I hurt my neck right here real bad, and it was going to have to have surgery. And I told Doc, give me, give me a few days. We never did talk about it again because God took care of it. Because my perspective was on him fixing it and knowing it's already fixed. He died 2,000 years ago plus now for my, for, for my forgiveness, but he also died that long ago for my health, my healing, my wellness, my sense of humor, my sense of this, my sense of that, for me, for my character, not somebody else's, for me. But I got to come to the place of starting getting back. I'm talking about me, not you, because you guys are all good. I've got to come back to that place of every time something comes up, Nona come up last week for prayer, and I was already in this. And I could tell a difference in my belief for her with the battle she's got right now. John, if you're watching right now, we don't know what happened with your eye, but we're speaking healing over your body right now in Jesus' name. See, he brought that up in my spirit. Listen, this is, this is serious. But yet it's fun, and it's relaxing, and it's okay. Jesus went around healing everybody. Could you imagine what everybody was thinking? Everybody that walked up to him, boom, boom, boom. That's the same thing we could be doing. He said, well, I don't want to do that. Well, you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And you can walk in health, better health than you are anyway, as we work on this, as we start believing for better things, as we recognize what's going on. He healed everybody. John 3.13 says, and listen to this. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, talked about himself, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. Did you hear that? Somebody asked him, well, who can come down from heaven? Only the one that, only one that went. But now I'm back, but, but I'm here, but I'm in heaven. He lived he lived, by, he lived to help people. He lived knowing that God's going to back up what he said. He lived knowing that that water, they, they had a need, and he's thinking, if God speaks, I can do this. And God spoke, and he did this. He told Peter, <laughs> walking on the water here, and he said, Peter, come on out. Because he's trying to get Peter to start seeing in a different perspective. And Peter's seen it. He stepped off. Boom. I, I, I've said this years ago, and I'm reminding you. One of these days, I'm going to step off this stage, and I'm going to come off that step, and I'm going to, I'm going to be seven and a half inches off the floor. Well, Pastor, now you're really getting weird. Haley's a visitor today, and she's thinking, man, that guy's really out of here. No, not. He showed me that a lot, 30 some years ago now. Has it happened? No, but it's going to. 
Well, how will that happen? When I start changing my perspective. God's got every one of us. He's taking care of us. He's bringing us to that place of loving us. Ephesians, Ephesians 1 says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness. He has delivered me. He has delivered you from the power of darkness. And he's brought us to his son in love. He's brought us to that place of living in this reality that we've been talking about. We've got to start seeing, listen, we've got to start seeing the impossible. Team, come on up. We've got to start seeing the impossible possible. Now, we we don't want to live up here where nobody can even relate to us. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just relaxing in life, get out of the problems, and just start speaking and believing the answer, the promises. The reality that we do have the ability to help people. We do have the ability to, to, to walk in that passion. Like Tara walked in. To, she did 98% of this work back here by herself. And if you'd have seen it when it was full, you'd have flipped. It was like walking in a department store. Now, you're only seeing little Walmart now when you go back. But the passion didn't come from her. She could never have accomplished it. We've got to start seeing where you're gifted. Start seeing every day. Wake up and you don't feel good. Don't cater to that. Say, no. I'm getting up. I'm getting going. Well, you say, but, but, but I always hurt when I get up. Well, quit saying that. God's got us and he wants us to be at that place of totally trusting and loving him and knowing that we can change our perspective. Give me just a minute. The world is using this. The ones that are successful are using, the ones that are positive and I can do it, the ones that don't give up, they don't even know why they're getting it. We can live the same way. Everybody here could be a notch higher if you just start changing what you think you are and who you are. And knowing that God's giving you this, he showed us, and I'm going to spend more time in this. He showed us all the things he did and said, "This." he sent 70 out. Go heal. He didn't say, go try. We failed. No, you didn't. You might have missed one or two. We're going to miss one or two. But until we change our perspective, we're going to miss them all. And we've got to be at the place where God's got this and we relax. In, this is not works I'm talking about. This is just knowing who you are and walking in that. Let's close in song. Oh, mm-hmm.
you blessed you are dismissed we do have a deacons meeting real quick and if you need to get clothes and you need to be the deacons meeting go ahead and do the clothes first and also don't forget the clothes in Tara wants everything empty no clothes left so take them call you blessed you're dismissed <laughs>